the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie K of Mile High Sports Radio. And for the Broncos Blitz Podcast today, Josh Allen is on the mind. The tall, the big-armed quarterback out of Wyoming and how an article at milehighsports.com details a lot of the inaccuracies that Josh Allen has been playing with and how it should be buyer beware per se for the Denver Broncos. But of course, first, how about our friends at tap 14? Be sure to see the website tap 14.com. Go there. You can spell out 14 tap 14.com. Of course, chef Taylor Creedon, that American Alpine fair. I was just there about two weeks ago. And gosh, the the beautiful thing is that a lot of this rotates seasonally. So you're going to get stuff that is new, that is fresh and is always rotating. It keeps it fun. Keeps you on your toes if you're a, a constant goer to tap 14. Of course, terrific rooftop views. And well, with baseball season coming, it's like a hop, skip and a jump away from Coors Field. So be sure to check them out. 1920 Blake Street, tap 14 online, tap 14 Dot com. Josh Allen, of course, Wyoming wrapping up the senior bowl. Allen got uh, great praise in the actual game, but not so much in the practices. Now, the first thing that should be noted is that the game is rarely of value to many scouts, coaches, etc. And the reason being is because defenses rarely have actual packages that are put together to play the quarterback. It's more of a Hey, go on out there and let's, you know, kind of like backyard football. Let's throw the pigskin around and, you know, go tackle a guy when uh, he has the ball. That's kind of what it is. So there's a lot of value in the practices, but not so much the game. Well, in the game, Josh Allen lit it up. He he did did very well, and he actually showed a lot of um, good attributes that I will get to in a little bit. But first, going back to that MileHighSports.com article detailing some of the inaccuracies of Josh Allen and how it should be buyer beware, because this is not a new thing when it comes to Josh Allen. Allen was a a passer in college at Wyoming in his three years, really particularly his last two years, where he only completed 56% of his passes. Now, in 2016, and that season is really widely considered his best year, he threw an interception in just shy of every 25th attempt, 24.8. Okay, to give you an example of where that ratio ranks with other current NFL quarterbacks, particularly on the Broncos roster. Trevor Simeon had an interception ratio of 24.9. That is 0.1 higher or better than Josh Allen. So almost nearly identical with Trevor Simeon. Brock Osweiler every 34 attempts. And, well, because, you know, he's kind of the prototype quarterback that many compare a big-armed quarterback out of college to Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler threw a pick in every 30 attempts. And of course, we all know Jay to be one of the more turnover prone, uh, great arm, fairly decent quarterback career, but not ideal if you could see it hindsight 2020 when you wrap it all up as far as Jay Cutler's career. Now, recent history does say inaccurate quarterbacks in college who do get a chance in the NFL, they usually don't succeed. And I'm talking about recent history. 
I, I only want to go back to the last 15, 20 years. I don't need to be going back to the 60s and 70s because the NFL is a totally different game. In recent history, guys who have gotten a chance, who have very inaccurate arms in college, Josh Freeman, Jake Locker, remember those two, those two names? They're not even in the NFL anymore. Tom Savage, Tyrod Taylor, Ryan Mallett, they all in college started multiple years and threw under 60%. Well, they've gotten their chances in the NFL and outside of Tyrod Taylor, all of them couldn't even handle a starting position. And let's be honest, we really don't look at Tyrod Taylor and say, Hey, it's like Dan Marino over there in Buffalo. Now there is an exception to this rule. And the only exception is Matthew Stafford who is in Detroit. Now Stafford for his career in Georgia through 57%. And that's why I, I look at Josh Allen and I say, he's more of Matthew Stafford than Carson Wentz. I understand that people want to compare Josh Allen to Carson Wentz because of the small school, because of the coaching staff that coach both quarterbacks. They've got big arms, big bodies. He's more Matthew Stafford though. Both baby-faced. That's the thing. Both have big arms, and both were inaccurate in college. That's the thing about Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz at North Dakota State was a very accurate quarterback. Never threw for under 62% in college. Where Josh Allen, big arm, but many times, and as we saw at the Senior Bowl, couldn't hit the net from standing five yards away. And of course, a viral video going uh, over through Twitter. So it, it is good to note the quarterbacks who have applied to the rule, but also the exception. Now, we look at Matthew Stafford, and depending on what you think of the guy, you may not even think he's that great of a quarterback. He, of course, got the biggest contract in NFL history, but that really was kind of by default. And the Detroit Lions under him haven't exactly seen deep playoff success. And even then, Matthew Stafford in his final year in college threw for 61%, completing uh, his passes. So he is a, at times he was growing into a fairly accurate passer. That is not the case with Josh Allen. Allen was 57% or lower. To give you an idea, the only quarterback... I know we're jumping the curve here. Stay with me. The only quarterback to throw under 57% in make a Super Bowl, make a Super Bowl, was back in uh, the mid-2000s. That would be 2006 with Rex Grossman, who really is the outlier here as the worst quarterback to make a Super Bowl. Oh, and by the way, in that Super Bowl even being helped by a great defense, a great special teams, he got torched by one of the most accurate quarterbacks in NFL history in Payne Manning. Grossman completed 54% of his passes by then. And that's every Super Bowl since the Broncos went back-to-back in 97-98. So we're not looking at a sample size here that's over the last five years. 
or over the last 10 years, we're now darn looking near a 20-year span where you haven't seen deep playoff success from inaccurate quarterbacks. You also haven't seen really any playoff success from those quarterbacks. Now, if you want to describe Allen more like Carson Wentz, of course, Carson Wentz had a fine year with Philadelphia, unfortunately went down with the ACL injury, but the Eagles will play in the Super Bowl, and he was a big part of that. Just remember, Carson Wentz was an accurate passer. No less than 62% of his passes in a year and a five-time NCAA FCS national champion. Allen's highest accomplishment, with all due respect to him in college, was all second team in the Mountain West. So, Let's hold off on the comparisons because Allen is kind of his own thing. Now, just shy of 6'5", big body, and certainly as many scouts who were live at the Senior Bowl in Mobile told me, he has a live, live active arm. He's a guy who can fit it into very tight windows. And I alluded to this earlier too, the game, the senior bowl. Now, take it, it is a take it for what it's worth type situation. Allen got a chance in the second half to come out. He looked not great in the first half. But he came out in the second half and he he did have a touchdown to the back of the right end zone that had a, a real nice touch to it. And that's that's nice to see from Josh Allen because all week long in practice, in drills, a big harping on him was the fact that, man, it's like this, this guy throws it 100 miles an hour and wide receivers were reportedly having trouble catching the ball. It goes kind of back to the, the 80s and 90s with a guy that Denver Royal fans are very familiar with, with John Elway. There was a known, I don't know if you want to call it a rumor or a, just kind of a thing out there called the Elway cross. That was when, because Elway threw the ball so hard that if you let it hit your body, the little tip of the football, there's a little cross there, make a little indent in you. That's how hard he threw the football. Well, Josh Allen, kind of the same way. But how successful is that in the NFL when you're not accurate? Because again, guys getting chances in the NFL that are inaccurate. Tyrod Taylor, Tom Savage, Ryan Mallett, Freeman, Jake Locker, and those guys, at least the last two, they're not even in the NFL anymore. Inaccurate quarterbacks playing now? Nope. We talked about it. Let's look at some quarterbacks that are right here in Denver. Paxton Lynch and Brock Osweiler. Inaccurate quarterbacks who turn the football over at a rate, might I say, lesser than Josh Allen when he was in college, but do have the measurables that rival at 6'5", 237. I do believe both are a hair under that. Brock, of course, a little bit taller. So is it time to look at Josh Allen and say, you know what? 
History says that this guy may not blossom into a star. Because what was the discussion for many of these quarterbacks coming out? He's got a big arm. He's got a great body. Good decision maker. Now, certainly, and I don't know if the comparisons to Paxton Lynch are as accurate as they could be because I do believe Josh Allen is a guy who loves football and works at it harder. We've yet to see that proof be applied when it comes to Paxton Lynch. But inaccuracy is a killer for quarterbacks in the NFL. It does not matter how strong your arm is in today's NFL. If that was the case, we'd see Jay Cutler and Joe Flacco in the Super Bowl every single year. So if history has to prove anything, it's that big-armed, big-bodied quarterbacks who can throw it through a brick wall. Well, in today's NFL, they generally deliver deliver small returns. So it will be interesting to see how Josh Allen pans out in the NFL and if he is the guy for the Broncos at five, but certainly... As we discussed, the Broncos should be buyer beware when it comes to the inaccurate Wyoming quarterback in Josh Allen. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. Be sure to follow our friends on Twitter as well, and you can check them out on the web. Tap 14. Spell out the word 14 for me. Tap14.com. Great place. Here in downtown Denver, just a hop, skip, and a jump from Coors Field when the Rockies get going, 1920 Blake Street, and my favorite part, 70 Colorado beers and 100 Colorado distilled spirits. Be sure to check them out. Tap14.com. Go to the website, spell out 14, tap14.com. If you want to check out past archives of the Broncos Blitz podcast, be sure to do that on the website. It's milehighsports.com. You can find all kinds of great stuff. A most recent podcast talking about who should stay and who should go with the Denver Broncos when it comes to free agents. Because, of course, free agents are going to be a situation and the draft is literally last kind of in this process. So it may be a filling out draft from what you get in free agency. But it also may expose exactly what the Broncos will be targeting in the NFL draft based on what happens with free agency. So be sure to check that out in that archive, that podcast, that Broncos Blitz podcast with John Mendoza of milehighsports.com. You can check that out on our archives and of course, any previous podcasts on the website, milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. To listen to previous episodes of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit milehighsports.com.